You are listening to Mars Attacks Podcast, a member of Talking Metal Digital and the Cast Iron Ring. Hey, this is Michael Lando from Adrenaline Mob. Hi, this is Bruce Kulik. Hey, everyone, this is Dave Minichetti from Y&T. Hi, this is Chris Poland. Hey, this is George Lynch, Lynch Mob, talking and all kinds of other projects. Hey, pay attention. This is Joe Stump. You're listening to Mars Attacks Podcast. This is Mark Zavon from Kill Devil Hill. And G'day, this is Guy from Airborne. How you doing? This is Frankie Benali from Quiet Riot. This is Chris from In This Moment. Hey, this is Ron Bumblefoot, fall of Guns N' Roses, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Stilter, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Hi, this is Carolina Peace, and you're listening to Mars Attacks. Yow! Hi, yeah, okay, so hey, this is Paul Shortino. How you doing? Formerly of Rough Cut, Quiet Riot, and currently with King Cobra. You're listening to Mars Attack. <laughs> You're listening to the Mars Attack Podcast. Here is your host, Victor. Let's get it up. Welcome, one and all, to episode 81 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I'm your host, Victor, and we are back after quite some time. Uh, Excuses. I've been complaining for a while about health issues. Well, the health issues really bit me in the ass. I don't want to get too much into it. I actually released an episode of my other podcast, The Incoherent Ramblings of Victor M. Ruiz, last night, and that has all the juicy details, has me talking about what went down with, sound like disturbed here, down with my sickness. Um, What went down, basically, got sick off of some medication, been sick for a while, finally had it discovered, and I'm on the road to recovery, per se. I have two months ahead of me still of various treatments that I need to do, and different checkups that I need to do, and uh, should be over it. So hopefully we'll have a more consistent release of podcasts. Uh, What we're going to do for this week, no interviews. You know, I look up to the guys from Talking Metal to no extent and always find it fascinating when they do these episodes where it's just them talking and playing some music. So that's exactly what we're going to do here. We're going to play some tracks and intro them and sort of talk about the tracks and why we're playing them, you know, the the usual. Before getting into that, just remind everyone to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or Stitcher if you're on an Android device. And I may be on an Android device soon. iOS 7 is driving me crazy. Probably more likely to get a Windows phone. Um, people will say, why the hell do you want that? The Lumia 20, or excuse me, 1020, 41 megapixel camera. That would be the biggest reason to get that. The apps nowadays that I use can be found on pretty much any phone. So, you know, and I don't want to go the S4 route. My wife has one of those. But uh, anyway, 
enough about phones. Anyway, yes, you can subscribe via iTunes or Stitcher. Please leave your comments. It definitely helps out. I don't care if it's negative. It's something. Leave us something there. Uh, also, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mars Attacks Radio. You can follow us on the website, marsattacksradio.com, where you can download or stream any of the episodes that we are releasing. Uh, what else? Talking Metal Digital, which is something that I started up with the guys from Talking Metal. You can actually listen to our Talking Metal Digital stream. You can listen to that right off of the player, right on the front page or the home page of MarsAttacksRadio.com. Also help us out by either making a PayPal donation or going to the link where it goes over to the sites that we're affiliated with, buy something on Amazon, buy something on Metal Militia, buy something on Headline Shirts, whichever one of the links that you want in there. Just check them out, click on them, and we get a small kickback for providing them leads, basically. You don't pay anything else, but it helps us out. Believe me, we've started to get some checks where, uh, you know, it's nothing to, you know, the amounts of money isn't something that you would retire with, but it's still not bad, you know, just to see that people are actually paying attention, buying things, helping us out, um, and showing that they love the show. Well, maybe not love, maybe that's a little too strong, but they enjoy the show. How about that? So uh, what else? Also check out Cast Iron Ring, castironring.com. My metal brethren over there, or however you say that, the metal brood that's over there. And have Iron City Rocks, Radioactive Metal, um, Signal to Noise. We have Bob Nail Bandian's various podcasts, as newest is uh, Heavy Metal Couch, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I should really pull this up instead of talking out of my ass. Um, let's see here. CastIronRing.com. Hello. The internet connection is a little bit slow today. Iron City Rocks, Shockwave Skull Sessions, Heavy Metal Book Club, Wicked Ways, Mars Attacks, <laughs> Bonehand Half Hour, Wiki Metal, uh, Signal to Noise, you have the Hard Radio Podcast, Couch of Metal, that's Bob's new podcast. Focus on metal and radioactive metal. So check all those out. If you have any questions or, you know, you can't remember them, just go to castironring.com. You'll see a rundown of the various episodes there. You can click on them and check out anything that, um, that you're interested in. And what else do we have to pimp? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The Facebook. Anyway, Facebook, um, Twitter, so on and so forth. You can find that on the homepage of MarsAttacksRadio.com. Being spastic here, sorry. But uh, anyway, we're going to get into some music. Our good friends over at Focus on Metal have been doing a focus on the album Strange Highways by Dio. Absolutely love that album. I think it's so underappreciated. And uh, let's check something out off of Strange Highways. Let's check out a little soundbite of the title track. And remember, if you enjoy any of these tracks, support the bands you love. 
go to the links either to iTunes or Amazon and purchase one of the tracks, purchase an album, do whatever, and help support the bands. That's basically it. So this is the little deal with Strange Highways. It's a crazy world we live in, and I'm leaving it today for another institution where crazy people play. Every time I climbed a mountain and it turned into a hill, I promised me that I'd move on, and I will.
coming off of the Strange Highways album. The next track, a little more popular. This is a band that I was introduced to while working over at Metal Army America. And, you know, I I like melody. I like stuff that... I, mean, I like all types of hard rock and metal. And I know that there are people that are going to listen to this and say, Hey, man, this is... Th- that's crap, man. That's not metal. That's not this. Dude, I enjoy this. I, I think the uh, chorus is pretty cool. I think the whole track is cool, you know. I I, th- I don't think that, um, you know, that metal or heaviness is just defined by having blast beats and, you know, having crushing guitars and having... You know, some dude with guttural vocals. You got to do a little more than that, in my opinion. There's plenty of people doing that, and that's cool. If you want to do that, knock yourself out, you know. But uh, anyway, name of this band. They're Canadian. They've been around for a while. They just really have no notoriety, I guess. Uh, the person that um, that led me to them knows them because he worked at Century Media. And uh, the name of the band is The Birthday Massacre. This is off of last year's album, uh, which is called Hide and Seek. The name of this track is Down by The Birthday Massacre. Next, a track off of 13, off of Black Sabbath's 13, that is. Interesting that people have mentioned, oh, you know, this is the exact reason why my band will never put out another album because it was such a letdown to hear 13. Really? It was? I mean, I guess everyone has their own opinion. I don't know. I really enjoyed the album. It's similar to the Van Halen album that came out. I'm sort of appreciative for what we have does 13 stack up against 
I don't know. Um, to me, out of the Ozzy era album, Sabotage is my favorite. Does it stack up with Sabotage? No way, because that album blew my mind the first time I heard it. I remember picking that up at um, James Way on Route 46 in Dover, New Jersey. Actually, it's disputed. That could technically be Rockaway, New Jersey. But I remember picking it up. It was one of these cassettes that was... Um, what like two ninety nine? Got it back in my car, and I knew some of the tracks off it already. I knew "Hole in the Sky," for example, and I believe "Rock and Roll Doctors" off of that. And you know, just listening to the rest of the album, it just fucking blew my mind. You know, "Symptom of the Universe" and things of that nature. So, will this compare to that album? No, because there's a certain emotional attachment. Along and, and I think that's a cop out, you know, a band that's been around for close to 30 years saying, oh, you know, we're not going to record anything new because this is the exact, you know, this is exactly why, you know, dude, record a track, put it up on iTunes, do an EP, you know, you don't have to do a full album. I understand why Sabbath is doing a full album because they still believe in the, uh, you know, the whole music industry you know, standard that they need to put out however many tracks on an album. But uh, the name of this track is Damaged Souls. This is one of my favorite tracks to come out this year. And I know my good friend Mark Striegel has asked me to put a top 10 list together for this year. And I think the Sabbath will definitely be on there. I just... You know, I have an idea of what some of the albums will be. I just don't have an idea of what all of them will be. So, um, let's get into this. A little Black Sabbath with Damaged Souls.
So I guess today, because I was a little late, I read the news that Joey Jordanson has left Slipknot, that they've amicably parted company. And um, it was interesting because one of the channels that I watched a considerable amount of time while I was uh, pretty sick was a channel out of England called Scuzz. Scuzz is a 24-hour, I think they run 24 hours anyway, uh, music video channel. And the music is either take it or leave it. It's either really cool or I've heard it a million times, I just don't care for it. And there's one video, there's one track that I've always really liked by Slipknot since the first time I've heard it. The name of the track is Before I Forget. It is off of Volume 3, the subliminal verses. So let's get into a little Slipknot. <laughs> Before I forget, up next, a band that I've always really, really loved. I got turned on to these guys because my brother was studying here in Spain at the University of, if you watch the movie Highlander, Salamanca. Salamanca is how you would say it in Spanish. Anyway, um, which leads me to the whole Sean Connery and Salamanda. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the band is the Almighty band from the UK. They're Scottish, if I'm not mistaken, but their lead singer, Ricky Warwick, uh, was the last quote-unquote singer in Thin Lizzy and is now the singer in uh, Black Star Riders. Always a fan of his. And this is the first time that I ever saw them stateside was up late watching the original Headbangers Ball. 
and seeing a video for this and just being blown out of my mind that finally the Almighty was being recognized in the U.S. Unfortunately, only one other album after that was released on a major label. They were on Mercury at the time. Uh, their next album was Power Trippin'. And I remember Ian O'Malley playing them on NEW in New York. And that was it. You know, their next album, there was the whole paradigm shift within the music industry. And their next album wasn't even released in the States. I had to special order it from from Europe. And, um, and then the following, and that actually made it out eventually. I think uh, like Sanctuary, one of these put it out. But the following album, Crank, which came out in 96, is one of my all-time favorite albums from the 90s. Whenever people say, the music in the 90s suck, there's no fucking way that I can agree to that because there's so many cool bands and albums and songs that came out during that decade. And to me, The Almighty was one of those bands that, although little appreciated in the States, you know, in Europe... A lot of people, you know, followed them. And uh, anyway, this was the first video that I saw on Headbangers Ball. It is off of their second full-length, Soul Destruction. This album, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be re-released now, of course. Since Ricky is in Black Star Riders, they have Nuclear Blast behind them. They've been doing a fair amount of touring, so perfect time to re-release some of these earlier albums. So anyway... This is Free and Easy by the Almighty.
because that build-up and solo sounds nothing like the cult, right? <laughs> Just pointing out the obvious. Still cool. I still enjoy that and enjoy the cult. So let's get into a little bit of the cult. One of my favorite albums by them, also severely overlooked. I know a lot of people probably didn't catch on to it because it's something that came out. I guess the album came out in 99, 2000, somewhere around then. Beyond Good and Evil, the album just kicks ass from beginning to end. I mean, I could choose... The single was Rise and Nico, which are probably the two weakest songs off of the album. Uh, I don't know, War, The Saint, uh, Take the Power, um, The Way You Move. Uh, there, There's so many cool tracks on there, American Gothic. But I'm going to play a track called Ashes and Ghosts by the Cult. Assassins. They came and I was ready. 
wanted to check out some propane. Was adding this to my iTunes list. Have a bunch of albums that I need to listen to to sort of determine what my favorite albums of the year are. Listen to this by chance. And Propane is a band that I, you know, I can't say that I'm a really big fan of, but I like a lot of the music that they put out. You know, I think each album has a few solid tracks on it. The name of this track is Emerge. The name of the album is The Final Revolution. You see, I got a fucking message for you and you and you, and did not tell you how it's in us to row. Never claim to represent because you run when the shit goes down. Say goodbye to all of this The pain, the tears, the shame, the bliss You've been exposed for what you are No heart from the very start of this People are getting back into Rob Zombie. Of course, he put out a new album this year. I haven't listened to it yet. I definitely have to check it out. Similar to Propane, it isn't someone that I absolutely love, but I think his really good tracks are just really excellent. You know, he's got like three or four really, really excellent songs per album, and the rest are eh, all right. But um, I don't know. I've been hearing a lot of good things about his latest album. There is one track that I always have, you know, once I get it in my head, and I'm going to kick myself for doing this. I'm going to play this track. I'm going to have it in my head for the next week or so. This is coming off of 2006's Educated Horses. This is American Witch.
of these songs but just in case I don't need to have you know my new house taken away from me not living there yet soon very soon Rob Zombie's band is full of former members of Marilyn Manson it's another Manson track that I think is overlooked uh, that came out a few years back the name of the track is I have to look up just to see hell. Let's check that out.
enjoyed the last episode of Talking Metal with Rob Dukes on it. Someone I've wanted to talk to for some time now. Hopefully we get to hook that up in the future. Mark Striegel played a few tracks off of We're All Gonna Die, and I saw that he had listed it as one of his favorite albums of the year. So I was like, all right, I gotta check this out. And I listened to the interview, and the songs just blew me away. The tracks are so damn cool, the ones that I heard. Um, I believe you played Born to Serve, and you played Carney Love. Let's get into Death Comes Calling off of uh, We're All Gonna Die. The very interesting thing that Rob points out, and this is funny. I may have mentioned this on here or on my other podcast or whatever, but I'd been working on some demos over the last few years. I had a good percentage of songs put together in like a, a very rough demo format that I thought was good enough to go in and, and record. And I'd looked out for, you know, people that I'd interviewed, especially people here in Spain where, uh, right up front, you know, I had people asking me for money <laughs> and I figured, all right, well, there are some talented motherfuckers that I've, you know, interviewed over here as well. Maybe they want the exposure. And, you know, the idea was that I was going to record these songs and maybe do some type of thing where I donated the money to, you know, the investigation of some sort of a disease or, or something along those lines. You know, I know that people aren't going to go out of their way to buy my stuff, but at least if, you know, it's going to be a pity buy or whatever, you know, at least it goes to something worthwhile. And I'm not saying that people are going to pity me and buy it. You know, I think that if it isn't cool sounding, that regardless what the cause is, people aren't going to buy it. Um, but anyway, one of the things that I tried sort of hitting home with the various people that I tried to bring on board, what they were telling me was, well, you, you need to look for one style. So what do you mean I need to look for one style? Yeah, yeah, you know, if if you have this one like sort of stoner song, this like stoner rock song, you can't have like a thrash song on here. And you can't have like an industrial sounding song. And this sounds like a cross between Kiss and the Rolling Stones. You definitely can't have that on there. And I was like, why the fuck not? You know, A, I'm not going to make any money off of this. B, I'm doing this, you know, for me basically. And, you know, just trying to, you know, get some of my music out there. And, you know, I have no delusions of grandeur. Why does everything have to be, you know continuously, you know, a 10-ton hammer beating you in the head, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, I think there's so many different facets to music. You know, there's so many facets to rock. There's so many facets to hard rock and metal. You know, to just shut something out would be ridiculous. And that's why I thought it was very cool to hear Rob Dukes talk about, you know, how he was a big Pink Floyd fan and that how he wanted to add, like, some mellow stuff to... um to this album and you know there's a lot of peaks and valleys per se not that songs are really good or really bad but there's a lot of different things going on with these songs with his voice and I don't know it's just very cool to listen to I listened a bunch of times today really enjoyed it uh the track we're gonna get into is track number three it is death comes calling <laughs>
Keaton, the rest of Down. Listen to that. Listen to this album before putting out your next EP. Please. I love that first Down album. But they haven't done anything that comes even close to that, in my opinion. Just to hear them, oh, no, no, we're going back to our roots, man. This is going to be closer to, you know, fuck. It's like Nikki Six saying that every fucking motley crew album sounds like shout at the devil it doesn't damn it just say hey you know this is what we're doing it you know it calls back to this or you know we're putting our spin on that or you know don't keep saying that it sounds like 
your biggest and baddest album. Please, please, not only for yourself, but for your fans, because you piss a lot of people off when you do that. You know, it's just ridiculous. So uh, we're going to get into one more track here before wrapping things up. I can't do enough to help promote this band. Uh, these guys have always been good to me. I realize that they are from Spain. I realize that their guitarist has been my guitar teacher for about a year now. Um, but that's besides the point. This band, to me, musician-wise or musicianship-wise, when it comes to some of the newer thrash bands, to me, is one of the better thrash bands out there. They're currently out there with Havoc, which is another kick-ass thrash band. And they're out there with Savage Messiah, a band that I met a few years back at the uh, Overkill Festival, Cover Kill. And um, Cover Kill? No, that's the name of their album. Uh, Kill Fest, excuse me. Anyway, the name of the band is Angelus Apatrida. Yes, I beat this to death. I play them. I use them in intros and this and that. But... You know, when you have a band where it's a great bunch of guys, they work their asses off, put on a great show regardless if there's, you know, 500 people there or 10,000 people there or 50 people there. I've seen all of the above with them. And, you know, they, they really do the best that they can to really, you know, kick ass every time and sort of bring the goods to the table. There's a reason why they're on Century Media and why they're one of the only bands from Spain that can claim that. And there's a reason why they're the only band from Spain that is touring Europe consistently with all these bands. So, and opening up for Slayer and Megadeth and Maiden and so on and so forth. So, um, anyway, let's see. We've played... A bunch of different tracks by them. Uh, let's see. What are we going to play here? Uh, let's go with... They put out a beer from a microbrewery from here in Madrid. They're, the beer's all sold out. They are an ACDC or Maiden. <laughs> so I doubt I'll ever be able to, to try it, even after I'm done with all of my health issues. But um, anyway, the name of the beer is also the name of this track, which is all about going out and drinking your ass off. The name of this track is Fresh Pleasure. Please help us out by going to iTunes, leaving a comment, going to Facebook, going to Twitter, or just downloading or streaming these episodes. And drop us a note. You can do that by writing to input at marsattacksradio.com leaving a comment on one of the pages that I just mentioned and or on Twitter or Facebook, so on and so forth. Just leave a comment. If you like it, cool. If you don't, then, you know, whatever. You're entitled to your opinion. But, uh, yeah, this was fun. First uh, real, like, music-based episode that wasn't like an end-of-year-type countdown. But anyway, uh, we're wrapping this up right now. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you next time right here on the Mars Attacks Podcast.
Thank you for listening to Mars Attacks. To follow the radio show and podcast, like us on Facebook by going to Facebook forward slash Mars Attacks Radio. You'll find us on Twitter also. Follow us at Mars Aries 2005. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. Or just go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to download or stream episodes. Or you can just go to the homepage of MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more about the radio show and podcast. This concludes our show.